This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.com. Welcome to episode 27 of the Blueprint Review Podcast. When you say 27, 27. does that not include the can ones? Yeah, it doesn't include can ones. Oh, <laughs> uh, special. Can podcasts, when the podcast got good all of a sudden. We're nearly 30, guys. What are we going to do to celebrate? I don't know. I'm nearly 30. Um, um, don't know. I don't know. Let's crack on. We'll have a special. We've got lots to talk <laughs> about. Come on, no we'll bullshit. Ever. Let's go. I'm a bit worried I'm a bit quiet, but whatever. Fix it in post. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've, uh, we're skipping the theme this episode, uh, but next next week we're going to do Hitchcock. We were going to do it today, but uh, Lindsay ruined everything, because the whole point of the theme was Lindsay hadn't seen any Hitchcock films. Cause, uh, no, the whole point of the theme was Laura was inspired by the BFI thing about him. Actually, it wasn't my okay. fault. But well, yeah, Lindsay always seen... lets these themes down. She never, ever watches anything to do with the theme. Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm. Why? Why you still continue to be surprised? Twenty-seven <laughs> podcasts later, Come why on, have you not effort, learned? Make some effort. Well, you need to watch really, Hitchcock anyway, really just generally. Yeah, I know, but I'm lazy. <laughs> have you got a Hitchcock film? No. This is why I've not so seen true. any. Although I think I might have seen Rebecca. Did Hitchcock do Rebecca? Yes. Yeah. I might have seen Rebecca, but I can't remember. It's, it, it's what happens when you live with film study that's students. Best. They ruin things like Hitchcock for you, and it's no. But I will. I just, I'm my own People time. Don't Hitchcock pressure me. You. We're not really friends, I'm telling you now. <laughs> Somebody post me a DVD and I'll down well. No one can ruin Hitchcock, trust me. Nothing they can say. Uh, don't know. But just post me a DVD. Not once you've watched one, you'll be fine. HMV have got loads on sale at the minute. I'm sure I saw a few for like three quid, so no excuses. <laughs> anyway, whatever, we're not doing that. Next time, Hitchcock. Okay. Um, so we're going to jump straight into trailers, really. Well, I, I guess at first, actually, we'll just make a little, I mean... If you've been following the podcast, it'll be obvious why we haven't posted for a while. It's because uh, we've been in Cannes. Uh, so, Ooh. yeah, that's why it's been a while. We won't All talk about Cannes too much because there's like six podcasts or something to listen to to fill you in. Um, some of them we were drunk. Some of them we were sleep deprived. They were mess. Yeah. During meal times. Meal times, like... cafes. Yeah. So it's not a technical... Oh, yeah, because these are great. Oh, yeah. These I'll, are tell great. What, I'll tell you what those camp <laughs> got the microphone practically down my throat to see quite it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, our camp podcasts that, are actually quite loud. The, they're louder than these ones, and we're using, like, proper mics. We're in a little proper Is studio. That they're loud, loud, but it sounds like God shit. bless iPhones. Yeah. iPhones are better. Um, anyway, um, so, yes, yeah, so we was in Cannes. We saw loads of crap. We saw some good stuff, but it was an amazing time. Um, and, yeah, so trailers. Trailers. You know, we've got, we're just hitting the summer season. There's there's quite a few big trailers come out actually that I've seen so I might leave you guys to pick a favourite because I've got a list and I'll just do, you, pick do you know what is going to be quite refreshing left. we don't have to talk about fucking Avengers and Spider Man yeah, yeah, yeah. and Dark Knight and I mean we could <laughs> actually but, that, <laughs> I but no you know it gives we can... everything away it pisses me off yeah I had to shut my eyes when the Dark Knight trailer came on because I was like ah spoilers it should come up spoiler alert yeah, when we went to um when we went to see Iron Sky which is a different story they showed a trailer for a film. <laughs> And it was one of those trailers that shows you the entire film, and at the end of it, some guy stood up and went, "That film was brilliant!" and like applauded. It was it was very entertaining. They literally they showed you the film in like thirty seconds. It was oh, like God. I won't bother. Yeah, we um, I had a video weekend uh, this weekend actually, and, and we watched a few old like eighties trailers, which are awesome. 
But what? But there were there was two of those in particular, like back to back, that it was literally the entire 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 film. It just it was. Are you sure insane. you didn't just watch the films? Yeah, maybe we did. It's just very short. <laughs> there were short films. Yeah, really. But uh, anyway. Cool. Uh, has anyone got any particular standout trailers? That they I've talk literally about? just watched The Great Gatsby. Mm. Great Gatsby. Great. Gatsby, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, a, that's a different. That's a different film. That's yeah. one of the private collection. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. I how I didn't know about this uh, until you just mentioned it just now, Dave. I don't know because it's, it was one of those books that I read when I was younger at, you, at college and just loved it. Um, but uh, yeah, so the trailer is. Um, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio as the Great Gatsby, and then um, Toby Maguire as, or oh, what's his name? Don't worry about it. Just tell us what you think. Someone. We're not reviewing it. Just tell us what I'm you think. I'm telling you. Why are you interested? Why are you excited about Nick it? Nick Carraway. Brilliant. And then Carrie Mulligan as Daisy. Some people might be interested, you know, people who read books yeah. and watch it's films quite, as well. It's in America, you know, those people like, that are. Okay, multi- we, <laughs> in America, it's like one of the go to, like, classic. Yeah. Today, yeah. Lindsay, what are you doing? It's eating nuts or something. What are you doing, Lindsay? You're making a lot of What are you doing? Moving my necklace. That is incredibly loud. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you need to turn me down. Apologies for the sound effects, people. I was just like a machine. Yeah. Anyway, it's set. It's set in the twenties in America, um, and it's (laughs) in in New York thing during like sort of prohibition time, um, and it's. It's sort of, it's about the veneer of, of wealth and parties and people having a good time and then underlying there's all this kind of darkness going on and, and it just follows the story of this guy. Are you telling us about there. the book you read? Or well, I, 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 you, you can't, you, you can only make out so much from the thing. Yeah, just tell us about the trailer. What's it look like? What's exciting about it? What's not no, exciting about it? you talk about your trailers. Oh, come back to me. I want to talk about it. Come back <laughs> to you. Go on, you, you, you talk about I, it, Dave. I, I read the book recently, so... I think it, I think it is sort of important talking about the book because what Baz Luhrmann seems to be sticking to in this by the looks of the trailer is it's just all about the parties and stuff and they are an important aspect of the film but the, the book the story but I don't know I think he's pushing it a bit too far and it's and it's more him indulging in his usual sort of over the top theatrics and I just think it's for me because I read it quite recently I don't think it's quite getting to the heart of of even even what the parties were about I know he had elaborate grand parties but. Yeah, at the same time, there's a sort of a, I don't know, there's, it's, hard, it's, hard, it's hard to put, I didn't, didn't quite get the book. I, I didn't like the, the new music that no, Baz Luhrmann no. was putting on that trailer. Yeah, he's like, doing his usual If you're going to stick, for me, if you're going to stick to it being like where it is, when it is, stick to, stick to the Charleston? Stick to the Charleston? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm the same. It was a bit like, oh, okay, what are you doing? This isn't. This isn't a great Gatsby. But, I don't know, fans of Baz Luhrmann will probably lap it up and enjoy it, but... But I'm, they'll enjoy anything because they're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's not for me. Not for me at all. I'm I'll s- definitely watch it. Just because I love the book so much. So, yeah. Linz, have you seen any decent trailers? I've only got the um, Monsters Inc. in my head. Tell us about it. I, I haven't That's seen it. Have you not seen it? Oh, it's like a prequel. So, before they, they joined Monsters Inc., they went to Monsters University which is where they learn to be scary monsters. So it's basically like a college comedy, but with the Monsters, Inc. characters. So it's either going to be ludicrously silly and really good fun, or it's going to be really, really shit, which worries me slightly. But they're kind of lovable characters. So the trailer's kind of a teaser. So there's a whole thing where they turn Grotowski into a glitter ball, like a disco ball. The The trailer made me laugh at least three times. 
It's not and bad I for do, a trailer. Most films well, don't do that. And it only really tries three times as well, so it's, yeah. it's not bad. And I think Monsters, Inc., Monsters, Inc. is probably the funniest Pixar film for me. I was trying to, I was, I was like, oh, I think it's my favourite. And then I was like, ah, oh, I Toy Story. And then you said Nemo, and I was like, ah. Oh. But Monsters, Inc. is the one that makes me laugh out loud. Yeah, I might agree with that. And I think that as long as it doesn't try and be something that it's not, it could be, I mean, it could just dive. It could just be a really stupid, pointless film that they're just cashing in on. Yeah. It's, the characters, of, but... it's the director of Cars, which isn't one of their finest hours. Which no. isn't a great sign, but you never know, you never know. It's, I guess with Pixar, a lot of it's down to the script. Uh, and I'm not sure exactly who wrote it. I reckon it. Pixar have lost it. But, no, mm. I clapped my hands with glee when I saw it. I was like, Toy Story 3 was still amazing. Mm. That was quite did that come after Up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Toy Story 3 is the last one they did, apart from Brave. Yeah, and it sounds like Brave's been, not been getting such great reviews. Was so. it a surprise? <laughs> Brave doesn't look very good, though. It looks kind shit. Of... It sounds shit. The concept's shit. And apparently the film's pretty shit. Why? I just don't understand why everybody thinks every everybody in America thinks every Scottish person is ginger. There are a lot of redheads in Scotland, but come on, it's like they always just make Scottish people ginger. I think that's the least of the film's problems. <laughs> it's well, having having not seen the film, it's what's bothering me. But yeah, I, I'm I'm always excited by Pixar, but I'm not really going to go see Brave. But Monsters University looks good. Cool. I saw um, a trailer. I've seen loads of trailers, but the one that I'm quite looking forward to. Is a film called Wreck It Ralph, which is an animation film, and it's about this character called. It's an arcade game. It's based on a video game. No, it's not Hang a on real a video just game. Stop a second, Dave. Did you oh, just Christ. wipe your nose on your sleeve? That was disgusting. <laughs> I had to tell him that. Is that that wet patch? I thought there? No one was walking. <laughs> yeah, it's got a wet patch. This is good. Um, good radio. Good podcast. I don't want to shuffle around and get a tissue out. But um, anyway, yeah. So Wreck It Ralph <laughs> is it's it's about this arcade game within the story called Wreck It Ralph. And the and he's basically this this guy, but you then you go inside the arcade and you've sort of the character. So there's the Wreck-It Ralph is a real person, and he goes to sort of like um, and he's a villain in the game, and he goes to this sort of um, sort of like self help group with other villains from other games, so like people like Bowser from Mario's in it, um, um, the Ghost from um, Pac Man, yeah, Zangief from Mortal Kombat, Kano from Mortal Kombat. I mean, um, Street Fighter, Kano from game Mortal Kombat. Geek so it's basically like a get video game geek film, brilliant. So I'm obviously really excited by it. So it's about this guy's fed up of just doing the same old thing in the arcade game over and over and being the bad guy. So he then what he does is he sort of like escapes and he starts going through loads of games and being the good guy and the hero in loads of video games. So, obviously, best film I've ever seen coming yeah. up, clearly. I was quite excited yeah. by it. It's Disney, isn't it? So, yeah. But not Pixar. So I, wonder, I wonder how they got all the rights to get yeah. all those characters. Disney got those Dr. Robotnik's in it. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. True. Robotnik's in it. But Dr. <gasps> Robotnik, it looks retro. brilliant. It, yeah, it does it look brilliant. Obviously, it's got, it's got an extra appeal <clears> for me because it's about video games. But, it, it, I mean, the, yeah. the kind of style looks really good. It's and, a nice concept as well, I think. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. There are, as usual, I've got more than one. But no, I'll, you I'll tell you what. About it. You spoke about the Great Gatsby. No, that's was just adding. <laughs> I do want to bring up the master at least, um, which is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's latest. You sounded like a robot then, which Paul is Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, the master. It's uh, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, who is playing a. It's basically like. Not officially, because they'd get their asses sued, but it's sort of like a story of um, Ron Hubbard and the Scientology sort of religion or 
Oh, okay. And but in a fictional... They've changed it to a fictional religion and fictional guy. But it's obviously very similar. And Philip Seymour Hoffman plays the Ron Hubbard sort of character. And then... Um, and then the other sort of the the actual main guy in the film really looks to be um, Joaquin Phoenix. I think this is is this his first film since his crazy he stunt. The um, yeah. well, he didn't really retire. He was doing that. I'm not here or there, whatever it was called. No, that's the other. I can't that's remember. the Dylan that's biopic. That's the Dylan one, isn't it? But it's got a similar name. I'm still here. I can't remember now. But it was shit. I hate oh, it. No, no anyway, one cares. <laughs> I think this is his first role after that. Um, and the trailer the trailer doesn't give much away at all it's very it's quite they, there's been two trailers uh, but the second one's been the one that stood out it's very odd um but it looks really 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 intriguing really interesting the performances look very good i mean philip Seymour hoffman's pretty much always worth watching um and joaquin phoenix to be fair although i didn't like his last film and it was more the concept that i didn't like what looks intriguing about it i don't know it's hard to say i mean it's a well-cut trailer which helps it's just got a there's a lot of overlapping dialogue and it's got this cool music and stuff. I, I don't know. It, it might be just down to the trailer, but it, it just looks like something different. It looks like something well-performed and just interesting. I, I think the subject matter is very interesting. I, I don't know much about Scientology, but the whole idea of creating these new religions and this weird sort of almost cultish sort of thing going on with it. It's not is, almost so, cultish. Is it, it is. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get a suit. Yeah, they've got a lot of money, those guys. Sue me, Scientology. <laughs> Bring it on. But yeah, no, but it's... I just find the concepts interesting, and the trailer's nicely done, so it's sort of... And it's him, so he could do anything. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson, that's the same yeah. thing, yeah. I'm always going to watch watch his films. Um, yeah, cool, so that that got me excited. So should we get straight into the yeah, stuff we've it. seen? We've got quite... I, I mean, uh, Lauren Darren, because you've been in Cannes watching thousands of films, you've not watched since much since... Um, there's only one that we've all seen, but me I've and Lindsay busy. have seen. Yeah, me and Lindsay have seen dozens. But I just think, because oh, it's been a while, stuff. I think let's just look, narrow it down to the new stuff. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night. Well, to be fair, I think at least all the stuff I've seen is new. <laughs> one of them not amazingly new, so I might skim through it. But You've only seen three, don't you? I've seen four. Three, four. Okay. And how many stuff? How much stuff have you seen, Linz? Five. I win. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. See, I didn't watch any Hitchcock, but I watched <laughs> plenty of films. Yeah. Uh, yeah and to be honest. Two of my, well, do we really, I know we've, most of us have seen Moonrise Kingdom. We don't really want to. We have talked about it on the podcast before. Exactly. We quickly get so, your brief thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, I liked it, but, uh, you know, it didn't change my life. I've kind of, you know, some of the things we were talking about earlier about characters being a bit, the family kids really rather annoying. I loved the whole end with the roof and the shadow and the, it was like reading, watching a book. But, yeah, it was pretty. I enjoyed it. It was very yeah. whimsical. Sounds but, like, yeah. yeah, it Sounds was a bit achingly hipster. Yeah, I think you had a similar opinion to me. I, I really enjoyed it, I liked it, but I didn't think it was amazing. Um, so, yeah, but it's everyone else seemed to think otherwise. <laughs> well, they're saying that, like on Rotten Tomatoes, the, oh, yeah, the reviews, reviews have been incredible. Yeah. just don't get it. I don't get it. People people like, enjoy them. They're, they're kind of, yeah. they're quite, you know... It's like Woody Allen, he turns out delightful. films again and again. People still yeah. can enjoy them. <laughs> They're also not really threatening, like they don't ask you to kind of to question who you are and what you stand for or anything like that. They just say, watch me, I'm pretty, and it's like, okay. And his sort of control, his style is impressive. It, and yeah, it's always incredibly well, like impeccably well sort of staged. 
And, I think uh, that's what I have problems okay. with. See, I, I like that. that. I like the kind of, the, like he does it, there's a great shot in The Life Aquatic where he takes you around the whole boat in one shot. He did exactly like the same thing through section of the boat, yeah, and I the like that. Just, the thing is, he does it in all of his films, and after a while, you just go, "Okay, it just boring. yeah, it's just boring. It's just you know, like I say, it just, and because he does it all the time, it does feel forced. Like he's not doing it because the story demands it; he's doing it because it's what he does. That's what he does. Yeah. But but anyway, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we've chatted about that. You enjoyed it. Fair enough. Cool. I tell you what, yeah. and since if we're doing quick ones, I'll do one I've seen that came out a little while ago, um, <clears throat> and that's the raid. Uh, oh. one, I've been excited about this for a long time, uh, as I'm sure the listeners have known. I think I've probably talked about the trailer a few times. Uh, so it was hyped up to ridiculous proportions, in my mind at least. And it delivered. It was I fucking loved it. It was amazing. It looked awful. Oh, you're joking. No, no, no. It was amazing. I mean, you, you'd probably hate it. Most you know of you guys what, would all hate it. When I saw that trailer, I said to Jay, David loved that film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just, just, I can see why you liked it, but no, I don't know. Oh. A friend of mine saw it and loved it, but... Mm. Yeah, it, it is just the best action movie, new action movie I've seen for God knows how many years. It's just, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily do anything particularly different. The plot's incredibly sparse. But that's what's good about it. It doesn't mess about. It's just bang, 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 bang. It's paced really well, but not in terms of like just action, 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 because that can be boring. It sort of mixes the action around a bit, and, and it's got enough sort of slow periods for you to get involved in the characters, but not too many as to get bored and, and miss out on some <laughs> ass-kicking. The action choreography is amazing and varied, um, and the, the, the direction of like, the action scenes is really good. I think at Hollywood action these days is always cut, 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 cut. Uh, this... This, although it's not as, like, long takes... It doesn't do the long takes that you get in, like, classics sort of uh, Hong Kong action movies. It's a little bit fast-cutting, uh, but there's still enough there to, to see... You can see what's going on, whereas, like, Transformers, it's just a fucking mess and you don't know what's happening. This just has a perfect control over it. And he throws the camera around a bit. He's got some interesting shots in there. Um, so it's just great. For me, for an action movie, it is spot-on, like, perfect action movie. In terms of other aspects, like, I don't know, acting and all that sort of shit, it's... It gives a shit. It's nothing special, but... Well, I don't understand this, though, right? Why can't... Why? Why is why is it always, like, a cheap get-out on these films? Well, why can't it have good acting and a good story as I well? Mean, it's, I mean, it's not awful acting. Like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, they can do. I mean, there's stuff like... That, I guess that's why things like uh, Crouch and Tiger got quite a good... I mean, it's not an amazing story, but Crouch and Tiger got a lot of Crouch and Tiger is incredible. It's a much classier sort of film, but it's still really an action movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens... Um, but I think it's difficult. I think if if you want to deliver a satisfying action movie, then you've got to sacrifice a lot of the screen time where you can develop the characters and stuff like that. And, and as I say, I'm not saying it's horrifically bad acting or anything, but it's just nothing notable. Functional, sort of. um, yeah, and, and, and the story. I think I think with action films, you can have strong stories in terms of like engage. It's more about engagement because um, I think bad action movies are. It can have great like action in, but if it's just action, 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 and there's no story, then it's just like you don't care. So you don't care about who wins the fight or whatever. Who wins? <laughs> Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Um, <laughs> well, if you don't know what they're fighting over in the first place, yeah, then exactly. you kind of you need to buy into it, don't you? Yeah. So at least here, I mean, they set up they set up a little backstory right at the beginning, which threatened to be really cheesy. I was like, no, I don't do this. But by like straight away, you see the the hero and his wife's pregnant and and. They're in love and all this sort of stuff, and it's his first day on the job, and it's like, oh no, rubbish. But to be honest, they don't go back in back to that um, too many times. You just have that in your head, thinking, oh, he's got something to 
live for sort of thing. But they don't. I, I've seen. I, I saw a film recently in Cell Two One One where they had a similar like backstory of, of his wife's pregnant and all this. But she kept coming back, and they brought her into the story unnecessarily. It just seemed a bit forced. And bring the pregnant women into the story in an action movie? Goodness <laughs> sake! Exactly. Well, no, but it's just the way they did it was a bit really forced and unnecessary, especially considering. <laughs> I don't want to go into that film, but um, <laughs> but yeah, in that film it was all set in a prison, and she wasn't in the prison. She was nothing to do with the prison, so it's like why why did they keep bringing her in? It, it just got a bit silly. Whereas here they set it up just as a just as a, to give the character a bit more. I don't know, like, as you say, making make you care about him a little bit more, and and he's got that at the back of his mind. But they don't push it home like some films do. So no, for me, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a brief review. But yeah, perf- just brilliant action, but. Um, People who aren't fans of martial arts and stuff, so they're not going to like mind, it. No, so. they're not going to change their mind. Uh, but people like me, it's spot on, absolutely spot on. Yeah. Did 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 we already do Dark Shadows? No, no. Did nobody <laughs> else see it? But again, because that's a no. few weeks now, isn't it? Just give us your quick overview. Just, it didn't make any sense. Is it bad as it looked? Well, you, I mean, it isn't bad. It's just a bit of a mess. No, it's it's it's. It's more than a mess. It's, it's a it's a stinking hot pile of mess. Like it doesn't make any sense. And then things happen. Like spoiler alert: one of the characters just suddenly becomes a werewolf, and it's like that. May it adds nothing to the story. Um, but little things annoyed me. Like consistently throughout the film, you could see people's makeup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could see the makeup on Johnny Depp's face that made him look like a vampire. You could see the false eyelashes on Michelle Pfeiffer. Helena Bonham Carter looks Do you reckon that was on purpose, though? Sorry? Do you reckon that might have been on purpose? Well, that's what like I was wondering, but it wasn't 70s... consistent. I wondered yeah, if it was the, something the about... The is supposed to be pretty shoddy for stuff like that, maybe. And I lo- like, the Mighty Boosh does that a lot, where they, they deliberately yeah, make things different. look like they're not finished or they're homemade. And, I can't and it imagine works. it being on purpose. It sounds like there's no logical it, reason for it. Probably there just wasn't... the fact it's massive digital 4K so projection pristine, and all yeah. that sort of shit. Can't hide like away. there's this there's this weird oversexualization of Chloe Moritz's character, who's like the daughter, who's like 15, but is this kind of weird coming of age. I think all films she's been in have been her doing mistress, and it's just like it's a little bit. It's a bit like, dude, man, is this even legal? Yeah, it it was really predictable. It was kind of boring. It wasn't even that pretty. It wasn't very funny. Uh, the whole central story just kind of fell into place conveniently. Like, I read something the other day that was like, oh, you know, getting your character... Coincidences that get your character into trouble are great, but coincidences that get them out of trouble is shit. And it's true. Like, actually, it's like, well, why... Fuck it. Just, coincidences that get them in, it's not great, but... Yeah, but that, you can I'll buy into that because it's kind of funny, but when it's like, oh, yeah, and then and then it's, suddenly she's a werewolf and that's what saves the day, it's like, what? Fuck off, as for how I can't. I felt really cheated by it. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Is it as shit as Alice in Wonderland? It's worse. It's the worst Tim Burton film I think I've ever seen. And, like, it really disappointed me because it just... It was like, what would happen if I kind of cut up all the Burton films and then stitched it back together and just went, you know, there you go, and then added a slightly 70s feel to the whole thing? The only thing that looked like, the only thing that was was enjoyable was Helena Bonham Carter, but I could watch Helena Bonham Carter just sit there and I'd be happy because just I love her, and it was just like pfft. that's that's my review of Dark Shadows. Sounds like my thoughts. I've seen the trailer. Reviews yeah, for the so. mentally retarded. Well, that's all it deserves. Is that pfft. I can't even do it anymore. I tell you, start working. But yeah, um, 
so that's my capture review. The only the only film I really want to talk about, other than the big one that we've all seen, yeah. would be Iron Sky. But I don't know. Am I? The, is it, um, are you out yeah, nowadays? Go for it. Go for it. Iron Sky was kind of awesome and kind of awful in equal <laughs> measure. Like the 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 premise is ludicrous. The film yeah, is the premise. Just case the premise is, is that. In 1948, the Nazis, knowing they were going to lose the Second World War, escaped to the moon and built a <laughs> Nazi base on the moon with Brilliant. the express intention of later invading the Earth. Building it's a documentary, there. yeah? Yeah, completely. Like, you know, it's a proper fly on the wall. Um, so we kind of, this crew go to the moon and they go to the dark side of the moon uh, and on the dark side of the moon they stumble across this Nazi base and... Um, they killed two of the crew immediately, and the only crewman that survives happens to be black. So there's this whole thing where they don't know, they haven't got the technology to get to Earth, and he has an iPhone, and the computer in the <laughs> iPhone is obviously more sophisticated than anything they had in 1948. So uh, they use this, and then a kind of chaos ensues. The... We use that plot in a kid's film. Honestly, <laughs> it's like, but it, like the storyline is ludicrous. They, they, they give him... Aryan injections, so the black man ends up with white skin, um, <laughs> and then so and then they boot him back down Michael to Earth, Jackson and he stands style. on the street going, "Nazis invading us from space!" And everyone's like, "Crazy person!" He kind of looks like the way the Wayne Brothers when they did that white girls film. Oh God! Like that weird kind of slightly yellow, like like alternate, like opposite blacking up thing that just looks really odd. But and it was terrible. Like Sarah Palin's president, it's kind of a parody satire. Not quite sure. Um, but it it's knew, not satire. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be it knew me. what it was, and it it didn't it didn't try and be smarter than it was, and it didn't dumb itself down. So there were some really nice moments. Like um, it was a proper audience of nerd, like a proper nerd audience. Yeah, the, uh, quite a cult following before it came out because it's all crowdsourced and stuff. Isn't it? And there's some flaws in that. Like some of it's a little bit too in jokey. But there was a brilliant moment where um, the woman who ends up, who's leading Sarah Palin's re-election campaign, ends up becoming the like the master of the army against the Nazis because she's really aggressive and she's one of these kind of ball-busting women. Like she's a proper cliche. But she, um, they tell her they they give her news. And she says something, and half the audience started to laugh, like she slams her hand down on the table. And then she kind of goes, well, everyone who's not head of department, please leave the room. And they do a whole downfall parody, but inside, you know, the whole thing with Hitler and yeah. the, you know... I blah, think blah, blah. I would want to inside smash my film. face in watching this film. If you buy into it, like, the, ner- the nerds were creaming themselves. Like, it's honestly, happening. I've never heard an audience, like, so animated... It's been pretty slated everywhere else. It sounds hideous. They do the whole downfall sequence. They don't do. They don't do. Or she doesn't do it word for word. She does the first opening lines and then, but then she just bollocks them, and it's not done. She just bollocks them in a kind of similar tone, and they don't do it too long. And it took me to the point where she was like, you know. But obviously, the people that watch every single one of these and love them were like straight in on the in jokes, and there was quite a few in jokes, but it pitched itself. At its audience, and it isn't a film for everybody. I enjoyed most of it. Some things I was like, "Oh, I can't believe they just did that. That's awful." It didn't do any like action or set piece features it couldn't afford. So, like, it didn't do really shitty graphics. It kind of it had one or two big um, set pieces in it that they obviously had the budget for, and then everything else they kind of they did. But like, it was ambitious, and it was of a really good quality, and it was. It was ludicrous, but I kind of, like, it felt 
I don't know, it felt a bit dirty watching it. I was like, this is really sad, but I really kind of liked it. It was really good fun. But, yeah, it's not for everybody, and it was utterly ridiculous. Like, yeah. It works, though, in a kind of, did that just happen kind of way? Awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, like, I think, you know, I can understand why people slated it, and it misses the mark in a lot of ways, but... I mean, I mean I've not seen it. I don't think I ever will see it. But the general consensus is that actually it's not stupid enough. It's not... Yeah. It doesn't play... It's a ridiculous concept. There's nothing about it, but it, sometimes it plays it a bit too straight in that it's not funny enough. It it's, could... Uh, no, I see, I felt... Because the, the film I'd seen before it was American Pie Reunion, which the less said the better. Um, and that does that whole kind of, here's a joke and here's a joke and here's a joke, here's the same joke, and we're going to do it until it's basically dead, buried, reincarnated, staked with a heart and, you know, set fire to. It, in a few places, it doesn't, it doesn't realise its comic potential, and in a few places it goes for really obvious jokes that it should be yeah, best left gone. And I think that that's probably quite an American response. Like, I found it was quite subtle in places, and I thought it was quite... It was cleverer than I thought it would be, but also as stupid as I thought it would be. <laughs> If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I would feel that the kind of people that want that kind of, like, goofball, gross-out type comedy, which doesn't interest me in the slightest because I'm just like, you don't need... I don't need that punchline. I can make that punchline myself, and it's funnier if I make that punchline myself. But, I don't know. So maybe it wasn't stupid enough for the stupid people. And it wasn't clever enough for the really clever people, but those of us that are kind of mediocrely intelligent and come out with phrases like that... Fucking hell, Lindsay, your language (laughs) You've been in Ireland, what, f- uh, half a year and you can't speak? I'm actually sure I can. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I liked it. And the nerds around me, like, the boy next to me smelled so bad I had to breathe in my mouth the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. I was like, I'm going to die. So, yeah, um, better than American Pie, the reunion. <laughs> but Whack it on the poster. Do, we, do oh. we need a review of that? Bollocks, bollocks, like, seriously. That'll do. <laughs> no, no, bollocks, bollocks. Dave, you chat to us about well, Innkeepers. Well, I was going to quickly mention a film that we've all seen, so I won't talk about it much, but I did see Jaws last night, which was oh. awesome. That he didn't invite anyone to. I mentioned it to Darren. It's all right, I was, at, I was at youth theatre, it's fine. Dave, was it scary on the big screen? Because obviously we wouldn't have seen it on the big screen first. I'll tell you what, actually, so that, that's one thing I was going to say. Um... It did, the jump scares weren't as effective anymore, but I've seen that film so many times, I don't think they ever were going to be. Other than one... I, I would think have shat myself, I've never seen it. Yeah, there was just one at the end, where they, where they go to fish the um, barrels out, and he jumped out. I think I forgot that happened, I was like, fuck, I shat myself then. But it's still very tense, I think it's just more the actual like boo sort of bits don't work anymore, but but it's still really tense. I was, I was still get, getting quite like... <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, Grabbing the side of the seat, sort of thing, and but it's just brilliant. It's just so brilliant that film. I think what I appreciated more now, sort of watching it older, was away from the scares and stuff. Was just how well constructed it is, and like how strong the characters are, and the humour as well. It's, it's quite funny. There's a lot of little gags and stuff. George is really strong. It's um, I just fucking love it. Strong. Right. You just said how strong the characters are. George <laughs> yeah. is. Is it talking, yeah, it's a talking animal yeah, film, yeah, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a shocking George's based on yeah, it. Sure. But no, it, it's such a tight, like, well-known film. <laughs> you don't want to go home. Stop yeah. it. It's my favourite bit. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's, uh, it is awesome. I won't, I won't say anything else. Everyone knows yours is awesome. Um, but you should watch on the big screen. It is awesome on the big screen. It is, it is nice to see it on there. And they've, they've not overly 
Because so they, they've done it up and it looks nice and clean, but they've not overly cleaned it. So yeah, it looks amazing on Blu-ray. I was going to say, why yeah. have they bought it out? Have they done a new version it's of it? Yeah, they've, they've restored not, it yeah. and they've yeah. it out, yeah. But it, it's a rest- restoration where they've kept the grain and stuff. Some films, they scrub it too clean and it looks a bit wrong. Do you mean they um, literally scrub it like a scarring pack? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Each frame. Like, <laughs> and also, when films are made in a certain time period... They need their kind of. They need that slightly retro look anyway. Otherwise, they just look like really badly made contemporary films. And yeah. it's like, why is everybody dressed like that? I don't it, understand. Yeah, it still looks like a seventies film, which is good and um, still still awesome. So you should watch it. Talk to us about Innkeepers. Then we'll chat about Prometheus. Yeah, um, and why do you chat about Innkeepers? I'm going to go for a piss. Okay, cool. Woo! Uh, yeah, I also saw the um, Innkeepers. We watched it as part of our video weekend. Uh, it's a bit of a cheat because usually we watch really trashy like B movies. Darren's gone. Let's talk about him. Yeah, um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, The Innkeepers. So we, I, we snuck it into our video weekend anyway, just because we all wanted to watch it. What is it, Dave? Um, it basically, it is, it is the second, well, not the second film, he's done some others, but it's uh, director Ty West's follow-up to um, House of the Devil. I don't think, has anyone seen no. House of the Devil? No. But House of the Devil's awesome. It's like a really tense, like, uh, horror film, like indie horror film. Um, the only, which, uh, there's a review on the site of it. Um, I was a little bit harsh on the film at first, and... Um, I think it's it's really 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 tense and brilliantly like constructed, but the end like ruins it a little bit and sort of spoils things. Uh, but the and uh, the innkeepers basically is his follow up to this, and a lot of the sort of horror fans and stuff loved uh, House of the Devil, so there's been a lot of sort of hype for innkeepers and uh, being his sort of proper follow up. Um, and it really delivered. It was it was it was brilliant. It really good. It's one of the favourites of the year so far. It's. Um, Again, it's a very simple sort of horror film. It's not nece- it's 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 one that sort of really plays the tension just up and up and up, just keeps on cranking it. Um, it uses a lot of classic sort of techniques. There's a few obvious sort of jump scares, but at the same time, it tends to play with them a little bit. And there's some nice little uh, not not over the top, not in like by the same things Iron Sky does, but um, it sort of subverts them a little bit and pokes fun occasionally at things like that. But really, it is just a classic, old-fashioned, haunted house movie. It's about... There are two people, two sort of like, I don't know, early 20s sort of... Um, but they're a bit of losers, basically. There's a woman and a, and a guy. And they're the, the sort of... The staff at this hotel. Uh, and the hotel's about to close down. This is its last week. And so there's, there's barely any uh, people staying in the hotel. And there's just, uh, like, a woman and his son and... And this actress who comes um, to stay, and this this old guy who comes in later. So basically, they're pretty much left to this big old hotel on their own. Uh, and and basically, they they they've had in the past. You don't really see any of these, but in the past, they've they've felt some eerie presences and stuff like that. And they've been a bit freaked out about this old place. It's got a history um, uh, of this woman who killed herself in in the um, this sort of uh, woman on a honeymoon and um, kills herself uh, in the in the hotel so these guys are a bit creeped out because they're always there on their own and no one around and in, in this hotel sort of looking after it um, so it, like the guy has set up a little website sort of um, sort of about the hotel and the scary things and but there's not much on there there's like a video of a door closing by itself and that's about as good as it gets um, so while they've got all this time in this last week they have some like recording equipment and stuff like that and, and they, they want to try and capture some more of these creepy sort of goings on um, and it just goes on from there, really. It's just these, uh, a, mo- a lot of the film is really just the banter between these these two characters, um, and just them sort of getting freaked out. Especially the the woman, the the girl. She um, 
she's sort of really the central role. Like it's sort of shared between them, but you follow her most of the time, and she's the one who gets really freaked out, and it builds and builds and builds, and I don't want to give it away, you need to watch it. But, you already um, have. Yeah, well, no, not really. But, uh, yeah, and as I say, it's just a really, really strong, effective horror film. It feels like a classic. It doesn't really, like, in terms of it, it doesn't it doesn't rely on special effects. It, I mean, there's, there's a bit of a, some scary little bits, but very minimal sort of effects. It's just all about the tension. But what's also good about this, because he did that in, in House of the Devil, I, we were, I was expecting that, House of the Devil is just that. It's just pure tension, tension, until this crazy uh, finale, which I didn't like the finale. Uh, whereas this, um, the finale was quite good. But um, what's different in this is, is there's a much lighter tone to it. The, a lot of the enjoyment from the film is the characters' sort of banter they have while they're sort of on their own in this hotel, and um, and the dialogue is quite strong. And the the two characters, the two actors, are very good. Um, there's also uh, Kelly McGillis in it again, who um, she was in uh, Stateland recently, um, and again, it's still weird to see her looking so old. When I remember her from all the sort of 80s... Uh, was she in Top Gun or Days of Thunder? She's the no, girl Days in Top Gun. Gun. Yeah, top, top Gun. So it's, um, it's, it's weird seeing her quite old. But she's, um, but she, she's very good again. She's pretty decent in State Land. Um, she plays this sort of uh, actress who's staying in the hotel. And, uh, and the, the woman, uh, sort of Night Pot, is a big fan of hers. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on those guys. But as I say, it's great. I, I thoroughly recommend it, especially people, anyone who's seen House of the Devil, it's, it's equally as sort of um, tense, uh, but has a better payoff, and but a, light, a bit of a lighter tone. Uh, but no, it's brilliant. Very highly recommended. Cool. Awesome, good start. So let's get to the film we've all seen. One of the first big film of the summer. Mm-hmm. Prometheus. Second big film. Laura. Tell us what Prometheus is without spoiling any. This is a big trick. Yeah, although everyone's bloody seen it right now. But yeah, yeah. Okay. we'll try not to. But try not to spoil Short it. Short version. Two young scientists find, find in various places. That, you laughing at the word scientist? Is it I'm laughing at the word comment, scientist. Comment. I know scientists. Okay. They're not fucking scientists. Well, anyway, two Sorry, young, carry d- on. just ignore Lindsay for a second. That's what they're supposed to be. <laughs> Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so two young scientists find um, various drawings um, on cave walls and various other places around the world. They're all from different times, but they all are the same, worshipping something in the sky. Um, so basically, uh, loads of people get on a ship to go and investigate. What loads of people, what, like is a new race. normal people or...? Scientists and other people. I mean, in a way, I think in a way that says a lot about the film. The fact that you don't really know who's on that ship. No, you don't really know who's on that. They don't know that. There are a lot of scientists on the ship and people who are a couple of random guys. That's probably that's probably more of a reflection of me knowing very little about science and the different jobs within that than the film itself. Than the film itself. Okay, so so they go onto this go to this planet and what happens. Um, lots, give, you know, but lots of things. They find things there. Well, yeah. like find what? <laughs> find things. Well, you told me not to. Yeah, but you can say Sorry. bits. <laughs> spoiler alert! It's not really a spoiler. Yeah, it's obvious, wild. isn't it? No, yeah. they do. They do find that it's quite obvious that there has been some sort of existence of life there, and obviously they go to investigate it, and and things go wrong. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And what did you think? I enjoyed it. I was, you know, I mean, it, granted, it was not long after I'd come back from Cannes, and most films I've seen there made me want to slit my wrists. But you know, it, 
it, it, I thought that it was, I just thought it was quite enjoyable. I, there were faults with it, like Numi Rapies trying to do an English accent. What was that about? <laughs> but like, generally, I thought it was good. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I th- Here's a question. It for me, okay, it's a lot better than it. a lot of films I've seen recently. It was a good film. Enjoyment aside, because the, there's enjoying a film and then there's realising that it's not that great. Do you think it was a good film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. See that? So that's, yeah. I enjoyed it, but I don't think it was a good film. I thought it was a great film. I don't think film. it was a terrible film. What makes, what, what, okay, Darren, take us. That's a strong opinion. I can't believe it. You two like everything. <laughs> I can't believe you guys like this. <laughs> yeah, the I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. Darren, you're normally the first person to go to pick apart major plot holes. This is the first time in ages I've wished the film was longer. I think the film was clearly originally yeah, longer. Be a director's cut. Cut I think, and I, I will watch the director's cut because I think it, it needs another viewing, but... Yeah, so I'm, much I'm the same. It. It's got, it's got, uh, well, well, yeah. Do you know, just, why, just on an aside, I met one of the actors in the film. Mm. Mm, great. I get one of the worst ones in it. Yeah, um, he was. I mean, I had a lot of issues with it. But I, I think the casting is one of the biggest bollocks I've ever seen in a film of bad casting. I think every single one was miscast. In Didn't it. make sense. The casting was just ridiculous. The, you know what I mean? It's just the amount of, nobody played their own language. People didn't feel yourself was, was alright. It was just Yeah, Stringer like, Bell. I also like Fastbender. I thought Fastbender made a good robot. Yeah, he was oh, alright. Yes, oh, he no, made a good robot because he it. can't play emotion. There's oh, not a reason to cast someone as a is, robot. The, the, the only issue I had with Fastbender, I mean I don't like I don't rate him personally. Have you seen um, <gasps> Jane Eyre? Jane Eyre. I've not seen Jane Eyre, but he's the only good thing in X-Men. He's he's like He was bad in X-Men in my opinion. Yeah. Whatever you. F- I didn't good. think Numi Rapace was badly cast. I just don't understand the decision to make her do yeah. the dodge yet. Exactly. I thought, oh, she, was I thought she was good. I did think she was. I disagree with. There's just no that, reason for it. I just thought it was. Well, the no, accent. it's badly cast because she's not. That's why yeah, I made yeah. this badly cast. She was in an oh, all right performance, but English. I couldn't stop thinking, what the fuck is. She? She's supposed to be English, but she's clearly not. Well, well, no. What what is maybe badly cast is the little girl who played her. If, if he all they need to do is make that little girl Swedish or whatever, then it would have worked. It was just whatever, anyway. But I think, but saying that, I mean, I had a few issues with it. I don't think the characters were as interesting. They weren't as individual as Alien or Aliens. Um, but ultimately, I liked all the tie-ins with Aliens. Oh no! It's uh, that's what ruined it for me. That's okay, I liked that. But I also, although I think some of it was on the nose, I had a, a lot of... The two biggest problems for me were the casting and the script. But, saying that, it is, I, still, I was still completely engaged all the way through. It still had some brilliant sequences in it. Than any other film I've seen this year. Really? And it, yeah. That one alright sequence. <laughs> and ultimately, I was still com- constantly engaged with the film. And ultimately, it asked questions and it made me think about things. And I think it was much more ambitious than anything else this year. And I kind of appreciate that. Yeah. And I don't. No, I the, agree with that. And the negatives, bizarrely, didn't annoy me as much as other films do, in a way. Oh, I was the opposite. For me, I agree. I thought it was. It was really interesting. I thought all the sci-fi elements of it, I loved, and I, I think that's why I think that's why the film bothers me so much. Is because I could see brilliance there. There's a lot of lot of bits where it's just I thought yeah. Yeah, this is really interesting. This is different. Uh, don't know. And this is uh, this could potentially be really clever, interesting bits of science fiction. But for me, it felt like they kept 
it felt like the studio was forcing something upon in the film. It, for me, yeah. it felt like it wasn't supposed to be an alien film. It felt like it was supposed to be an intelligent, interesting sci-fi film. It reminded me a bit of Rendezvous with Rama, the, the uh, book. And um, But then they cram all these alien sequences in. It just, mm. it just it, felt, felt out of place and none of them were scary and It felt like good. it bailed out at the end. Yeah. Like it was like, shit, shit, yeah. we need set pieces, sequences, things blowing yeah. up, explosions. And ah! They were so like clumsily put into the storyline yeah. it's like where the fuck did this come from yeah. it's like there's one really good really this is a bit this is a spoiler uh, but there's uh, the only sequence that I really found quite scary was the sort of operation scene sort of um, on Numi Rapace um, yeah. That was brilliant. That I'm was sorry. brilliant. That, that was, was amazing. That was really intense. That scene. I didn't love scary, it. but well, not scary, but intense. Yeah. Like yeah. really, like I, loved I was it. like cowering away, sort of thing. I think but, the NHS should like start thinking about women aborting their own babies, and that could be quite an <laughs> yeah. interesting thing to do. But, they, um, <laughs> uh, but then there's no fucking reference made to it afterwards until a, a ridiculous one right at the end, and it's just like it's like it's like nobody seemed to care that it had just happened. It was like what the fuck's going on? It was just I don't know. It's there's so many. The, for me, it was like it's, it's weird. It's such the opposite of how me and Darren usually watch films. <laughs> usually, I can forgive little like something a bit silly happening in the plot or something like that, and Darren can't. It's like totally flip around. But for me, I think because I saw the potential there of something really great, it just didn't feel like it was delivering in the areas I I I was enjoying. It's like all the bits with like I, I loved all the stuff with David with the robot and 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 the yeah, android, whatever you call him. Uh, those bits were always really interesting, but none of it ever delivered, and it was just. And I think for me, it was, it was weird. I didn't hate the film. As I say, there's so much good stuff there. And there were moments where I was, I was, always, I was always engrossed in it. And I was, but I kept having moments where I, I'd literally be jumping back and forth. I'd be like, wow, that was amazing. And then suddenly the next scene, I would, I, there was one moment I actually like openly, I mean, it wasn't very loud. It was to myself. But I openly, I openly said in the cinema, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just <laughs> like, there were just so many moments like that that just kept bringing me out of the world and be like, ah. Just pissing me off. It the problem just, I had, yeah. it didn't really know what it was. So yeah. I, I was, I either wanted, and this is this is partly because I think it's tied in to the whole alien aliens. I either wanted the kind of the sheer terror of alien, or the kind of just awesome actionness of aliens, or a third film that was just a really interesting sci-fi that asked yeah. loads of cool questions about where we come from and yeah. drew on kind of you know myths of creation, whether that be from science fiction or religion or whatever. And it was none of those things well. Like, I'd see them all, yeah, exactly. And it neither, it neither scared me. It, it, I didn't really find it that intense. I, I, like there, was a, there were a few moments, I agree, the whole, um, the whole abortion scene, you know, they can call it a cesarean or they like, <laughs> although she doesn't actually kill it, does she? But, um, yeah, but most of the time I was just a bit like, what, have, like, what have I missed? Like, I kept feeling like I'd fell asleep. Like Maybe every so often, I know I definitely didn't. But you see the so bit often, where the clowns came on the ship, and <laughs> yeah, no, no, I definitely saw that bit. <laughs> but, but do you see what I like? There's this whole thing about repetition, and I read something the other day that was saying that when they when they first wrote Alien, then the, the first scriptwriter was given to somebody else who took out all that kind of middle class intellectualism and put in the kind of the dirty docker crew that made them much more believable characters, and this one felt like it was. It was it kind of lost that like it was so sterile and not in a kind of not in a good way like there was no I didn't give a shit about yeah. any of them or anything and so like we're scientists we go to a planet 
we don't find what we're looking for. Instead of ex- in the first place we look, instead of exploring the rest of the planet, we just give up all hope and cry ourselves to sleep and drink ourselves to oblivion. Who is fake Tom Hardy, by the way? Oh, he pissed me off. Because he's not... I, I More in the writing, man. ...thinking he was Tom Hardy. And then I was like, what? Where'd he go? Are you going to write about Nimi with his boyfriend? Yeah. 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 He's nothing like Tom Hardy. Yeah, he does. Like like he's like nothing like him. Skinny version. I'm going to Google them. But, um, I did so, think the same thing. It was just... Like, I... I found myself distracted. I found myself distracted by the fact that every single thing that was a threat looked like a vagina. I was like, oh, what, that's the what films, is your problem? And Vaginas are threatening, Lindsay. But they just, yeah, Never there was some that. weird... Aliens all like, like cocks and vaginas. There was some weird, like, I was like, like and no, you know, it's like at some point did nobody go, Ridley, are you aware that every single one of these looks like a fanny? You... Although Predator's got the best vagina face. Yeah, no. But, and then at the end, like, I don't understand how... Spoiler alert, engineer man and tentacle vagina alien made clawhead alien. Like, those genetics just don't fucking work. Yeah, it's like, well, everyone knows where, where we're going with it. <laughs> like, the yeah, things that annoyed me, why Charlie Stallone's character forgot how to run sideways. <laughs> like, you know, the whole thing about... Maybe she just dies well. at the end. Yeah, just things about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And, Spoiler! And it, kept, it kept just frustrating me. Because, and I think partly... It's about managing your own expectations. So I expected this film to be astonishing. And it well, did yeah, not I, never, I, never, I didn't. The reviews have been, uh, I, uh, not been very not good. So I, was, I don't read yeah. reviews before I go to see films because I don't see the point. I don't read a review because I don't care what's Maybe because then you don't expect I think about amazing You read the reviews, you wouldn't have expected it to be amazing. <laughs> this is it. No, like, the but I do, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, the trailer I thought looked astonishing. I thought, you know, yeah. it's tied into the whole alien world. I loved Alien and Aliens. The other two we don't really talk about. It's Ridley Scott. I've got my expectations are pretty fucking high. He hasn't made hot. a good film for about 20 years. Well, uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. But, you know, it's just the same reason I found Blade Runner boring. I don't know. See, I, I think Blade... he's closer to Blade Runner than Alien, Alien or Aliens because Blade Runner deals yeah. with the soul and yeah. what it is to be human. It's and it's exactly what this dealt with and I find it fascinating. I find that what? absolutely... Oh, I love Blade Runner, I, but, I, but it didn't. I, I felt David it is exactly the same as Deckard. De- exactly the same. I know, but and it exactly the same as what he's facing. It doesn't. Face in, in, it, doesn't it doesn't feel confident enough to stick with that, though. It doesn't feel confident enough just to stay exactly. in the Blade Runner style world. I, I think that's the thing. It does. It does have. It is. It does have it all. It does have the sort of. It's more like Event Horizon than an Alien film, really, <laughs> in that kind of way. But, but in a way. I liked the mix of it. I mean, it didn't jar with me. The fact that it was a little, quite philosophical and then quite. But it was hokey philosophy. It was really like she asks, she goes in asking these massive questions: Who are we? Where are we from? And they go, Ah, these people have got in. Ah, and that's it. It didn't. It it didn't answer anything. Yes, it, that did. It, it didn't. Yes, it did. It did not in any meaningful way. It went. Yeah, but it still uh, answered it. But only by replacing one creation myth with another. It didn't. It, it didn't interrogate. Anything, it just kind of went, uh, Yeah, but Prometheus, you know, the film, is never going to give you the meaning of life, though, is it? Sorry? In, rea- in reality, you're going to watch Prometheus, the film, is never going to, like, reveal the I'm meaning of life. I'm not asking it to give me the meaning of, of life. I'm asking it to give the character that's asking the question the meaning of the answer to the question I that she's... I think it did. I thought it did. No, I didn't. I don't agree. And it I, did. I think... It did answer it. It answered it. The, 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 it she, the, the, the film tells... Gives its explanation of where humans came from. It asked a new question at the end: was why did it want to read? It created us. Why does it now want to destroy us? That's exactly what the film does. It tells you exactly yeah. what what it is. If you, it answers her question. She knows the question. What the film does at the end is it asks a new question. Hence, a sequel. 
yeah, there will be a sequel. Oh, definitely. Because then she she because then she she got a chance to go home, but she doesn't want to go home. She wants to go yeah. to their planet because she wants to know why you created us and now why you now do you want to kill us? I found I don't know. I just found it all fascinating. Yeah, I find the ideas fascinating. It's just the delivery. I just thought it was really badly delivered. No, it was. I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, we're, you know, talk about it's a science fiction film. Every single science fiction film has some sort of metaphysical yeah. aspect to it. It's always about something, whether it's, you know, like Blade Runner is, is about sort of the soul and what makes someone human or whatever. And, you know, all science fiction has that. They usually don't say it. Quite. Do you know what I mean? Usually science, like Metropolis. I mean, yeah. The problem I did have with it, it was in the writing, and that they're constantly talking about what the film is really about. It's like... We know we will get this. Mm. You don't need to keep telling us. We know that you're searching for what created kind of human, where do we come from? That's the kind of meaning of it. Where do we, you know, what, 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 where, you know, what, yeah, where do we come from? We, but because they, they kept talking about it, it was just a bit on the nose and a bit clumsy. And I do admit that it, the script was pretty poor. But I, I don't know. It just didn't bother me as much as I was just constantly fascinated by it. I, just kept, I was. I liked the questions it was asking. Mm. I, I found it all... I, when it was exploring the ship, I was always intrigued by it. And I loved how it didn't answer questions. I loved the opening sequence where there's that guy, one of the aliens, and he kind of destroys himself for that black goo. And you're like, why the fuck was that about? You know, and then it's open to interpretation. See, I'm constantly thinking about that. And I liked the kind of ghosts that was appearing on the ship. And it was asking... It's provocative. I found it quite provocative in that. Mm. And and I could just ignored all the kind of shit casting and the clumsy dialogue yeah. and the... I, th- I think, yeah, I guess it's the way we watch films. I think for me, when a, when a film offers something really interesting that I really enjoy, when it fails in other aspects, it bothers me more, if you know what I mean. I yeah. Know. Well, it is. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a film I watched recently, and it may have been a more at Cannes, and that idea of Lindsay, what are you doing? almost like missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You, your film can be shit, and you can be like, yeah, it's shit. But yeah. when a film is could have been amazing yeah. it's even more frustrating yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's, well, like, it's about matching your own expectations isn't it it's yeah. like when something has the potential to be incredible and it falls flat yeah mm. you know, it's because disappointing because you're so excited by what it could yeah. have been and you're like i want that i want the film in my head to exist yeah yeah and that i think that's it. that's why this is this one's disappointing and i just think that it just felt very in, in play, like the sloppiness bothered. And then what I hated the fact that we needed so many endings and we needed the the big set pieces and and the yeah. set pieces were were deemed more important to an audience than the characters. Yeah. So you almost feel as if it wasn't it didn't have the courage of its convictions. In the yeah, sense. exactly. It did, it has it the did, same, and yeah. it didn't have the courage to be long enough, and it didn't have the courage to be the film that it wanted to be, yeah. to be a kind of an intelligent been, exploration yeah. of, of what it means. I think the length could have been all right. They could have just swapped a couple of those set pieces for more, yeah. more mm. interesting scenes. I don't know, it is a tricky one because, I'm, like Laura said at the beginning, after Cannes, it was... It, it had was a story. Yeah. It made me feel things and it made me think and it made me... So maybe I was a bit. But I think you'd still know if it was. Yeah, you probably if you would. Went... You probably would. I mean, I loved. It. I mean, I mean, it, is, it was a bit tacky and it was a bit fanboyish in a ways. But I just kind of like the massive like... giant face hugger that kind of. But I love Star Wars prequels for the now, same thing. Yeah. I loved Star. You know, I loved looking at the first versions of the stormtroopers and the first versions of the vehicles, and I love that giant face hugger at the end. I thought that's fucking amazing, and I quite like the little. Prelude to the alien. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'd have been disappointed if it weren't there. Yeah, fully ruined the film. Now. Yeah, yeah no, it. It just totally. If you listen to a review of a film, then you're an idiot not to watch the scene. True. It was just a bit 
shoehorned in. Maybe, and, I and know, I, I loved it. I, well, I think I, it stands up for repeat viewing, I think. And I think that it, it's a director's cut will probably be more interesting because he'll put back in all the things that... The, yeah. And maybe it's because it, it doesn't trust audiences to, to go with him on these well, kinds... Well, the studio more than him. Well, that's like, you know the, the, that opening scene I mentioned? There's like there's talking about the release some featurettes and actually in the longer version of that, there's actually two people there. Okay. But obviously in the film, it's just that one, isn't it? But See, even like that, like, that's obviously... Like, you can read it in a lot, but obviously his kind of body kind of broke away into the sea. But I was kind of... Is that like how humanity started? Yeah, in that's, the sense that's of, what I sort of... Because we came out the sea. Because we came out the sea. And that was obviously... It looked like Earth. It was. It was Iceland. But... And it was like... Yeah. But I just... I don't know. I like... I love sort of films like Donnie Dark. You know, the the films where people can have completely different interpretations of what it's about and the meaning. I like that. James has got some crazy... He's telling me his crazy... uh, Theories about Prometheus last night, some of these people have some great ideas. Like some guy about the, the notion of kind of sacrifice and creation myths. I was just like, this is really fascinating. I don't agree with half of it, but this is really cool. But yeah. and also, can we just talk about if you want an old person cast an old oh, person? Yes. Oh God! What? Yeah. Oh no. my God! We've been Ida as well, and I kind of understand he's trying to keep himself young, not old, not young. Blah blah. Fucking, it's guy pierced in makeup. It's never ever going to be anything. But and he's shit. That's just, one of the big problems. He can't. He's not very good. I've seen too many things from being really it just bad. Frustrated me. I was like, why the fuck is guy pierced? Dressed like an old man? Why well, don't you just get I, I, There is actually one one reason. Actually, you remember the release of that viral video of him when he was younger? The only reason I can think is that in the sequels, he may appear when he was a younger person. A so get an old man that looks vaguely like Guy Pearce? Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. I agree. I mean, this is what I mean by the casting. Literally, there's... It, some of them pulled it off, and admittedly, that big black guy is amazing. Idris Elba. Idris Elba's awesome. Idris Elba's What's his real name? Idris Elba. Oh, sorry. Idris, yeah. He's amazing. And I cannot believe he's English. He's so talented, though. He's amazing. Yeah, well, he's really he, he diverse, did a whole TV series in... Yeah, but, 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 but I'm not saying it did, but I just don't understand. Literally, there was English people playing Americans. There was American people playing English people. Scandinavian people playing English people. Australian people playing English people. Irish people playing English It was just... The casting fucked me off constantly throughout yeah. the film, but anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, so we're, we're torn, but usually in a completely different way than we usually. I mean, do. I didn't hate it as Lindsay was saying. I, I'm definitely up for watching it again, but um, but it just it just annoyed me a lot of the times. That's mm. yeah, just disappointed me. Like I feel I felt cheated. I was like, man, yeah. I was you know we, I was expecting expected better. You stick to your iron skies. I'll stick yeah. to my <laughs> Prometheus. But it's like it's like having a really really really. <laughs> smart kid who comes home and they've got like a C and it's like a C is a good mark but to be honest you're a fucking smart kid I expected an A if not an A star do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean I like the analogy email Ridley how it felt although after his last few films you never expect an A star just email, oh, well, email, email Ridley and, and give him a C you're a smart kid Ridley <laughs> I expected an A and I got a C cool Ooh. anyway um, Lindsay, you have to go soon, don't you? So I'm going to rattle through what's coming out. I won't even go through them all for one second. Good, finally. Good. Can I just quickly mention oh, about okay. the fact that we've been talking about Blade Runner and you tweeted today, was it you, Dave, about the Blade Runner mm-hmm. with the... Was it oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, what's all that about? Crazy people with too much time on their hands. Too much time. Yeah. But it, did, it was quite cool. So what are we going to see in the cinema this weekend, Dave? Uh, this weekend we have Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Woo! <laughs> Tempted, not going to lie. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely don't want to see it. I will. There's Killer Joe, which is shown at the Edinburgh Film Festival on is the 20th. Is that the one with the monkey? I think it's out soon and everywhere else. Monkey? I don't, monkey? Know. I don't think so. The one with Charlize Theron no, with the no, big no. mighty Joe? <laughs> he's just where he goes rogue. No, Killer Joe, it's, it's William Friedkin's latest. It's been getting some really good views. It looks, it's is it Matthew McConaughey? It's trashy, but yeah, it, it, oh, it sounds okay. pretty good. Uh, there's the Chernobyl Diaries, looks a bit cheesy, sort of horror. Chernobyl Diaries? Um, the uh, five year engagement. Nah. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Although those. Jason Siegel, I actually quite like Jason Siegel occasionally. Yeah, I mean, in the Muppets, he's fine in that, but I don't know. It doesn't, it I'm doesn't just looking at me. the next title, which sounds even worse. I was going to skip that because I don't know what it is. Think like what a is man. Think like a man. Think like a man. <laughs> sounds well, sounds amazing. Some kind of feminist comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nothing too exciting. Uh, <laughs> your sister's sister is out the week after that. Sounds shit. Your sister's sister's out. Um, don't stop talking about my sister. Friends with kids again. Yeah. Oh no, Killer Joe comes out properly on the 29th. Sorry, yes. He's just got people describing who they know, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Friends with kids, your sister's sister. <laughs> Think like a man. Yeah, the fairy. To be honest, there's fuck all out in the next couple of weeks. So. Done. That's quick. This film, uh, so, Killer Joe film, is supposed to be good. And Abraham Lincoln. Our film that I've seen a trailer of that I forgot. I think it's called The Pact. Oh yeah, I think Wait, it's is that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got the. I've got the. Oh, actually, that's something I was going to bring up. Fancy seeing that. I was actually going to bring up uh, a, bit, a little bit of site news. Um, We've got a new writer for one who's been contributing loads, which is great. So keep an eye out. Is it Andy Goulding, I think? I don't know Hello, Andy. Welcome. Well done, Andy. Yeah, well done. Uh, well done. Uh, also, definitely um, an A-star student. Definitely an A-star student. <laughs> don't do C-class reviews. Lindsay no. won't be happy. Yeah. <laughs> she will not she'll be writing to your mother <laughs> but anyway cool um, on top of that as well another thing we've got new to the site is that uh, we've started doing soundtrack reviews something we were going to do years ago and we just never really happened but uh, we've got in touch with a uh, Cine Media Promotions um, it's an American company uh, but because music's all downloads these days they just send me over the uh, links to download the can you albums. forward those links to everybody else so we can all download it might get in trouble for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. But, we, but what I'm saying is there isn't like a one download only sort of thing. Okay, there's a, there's sorted. A, <laughs> there's a limit. That the, the downloads like only stay up for a couple of days and then they go. But anyway, no, we're not legally copying these. Uh, we would like more of them. <laughs> no, but yeah. So we're, we're getting... Sound- <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> oh, we will, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting sound checks sent over to review. Um, and one of those is actually the sound check to the pack. So, uh, yeah, I'll, um, I haven't had a listen to that so, one So, Darren, yet. are you going to go back and do every single thing Danny Elfman's ever done? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Got them all. So but, you've got a lot, I was going to say. Actually, and speaking of Ridley Scott, the first review I did was actually for the soundtrack to Legend, uh, <laughs> which, is, which, is, which is actually better than I thought. Uh, the songs were awful, the but the soundtrack, the music, like the score was, was quite, was, was all right. And, uh, yeah. Just makes you want to hum the film. Jurassic Park theme tune at you. Maybe for our closing music, I'll do da, the da, 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 Yeah, da, 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 da. it's infectious. Yeah, but cool. So keeping out of soundtrack reviews, um, I've been sent loads, so um, we're going to be churning them out uh, over the next few months. I've just got the Blu-ray of Jurassic Park, and I've just got a new 5.1 digital surround sound system. Oh, I'm desperate to try it out. Oh, great. it's great. The Euro football in surround sound. It's amazing, everybody. You should awesome. all do it. <laughs> oh, but Jurassic Park, the... the, the T-Rex oh, the incredible! Yeah. Oh man, you'll actually vibrate when the water vibrates. It'll be like being in the cinema again and jumping out your pants. It's great. I was playing. It's good for games. I was obviously playing um, Day Sex actually the other day, and I like all the voices and stuff like that around you. Love oh god, it. trying to play. It's um, scary. I don't like it when things come from behind. Which is you. the one uh, with the kick-ass girl and the zombies? Resident Evil. 
that's the one. And the things that come from behind you, oh, those Instagrams can terrify me. Like, I just have to get rid of the controller. It's like, I don't like oh, yeah, it. Resident Evil 4 with that. Mm. Eat me. Spunktastic. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. On that, on that, on that on note. That genius soundbite. <laughs> uh, that's tie things up. So, as ever, check us out, blueprintreview.co.uk. Uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash review. Follow us at Twitter, at BlueprintRev. Uh, and uh, as usual, yeah, if anyone wants to email us with the thoughts, uh, ideas for themes, um, email us at info at blueprintreview.co.uk. And also, actually, we were just having a think. Um, if any listeners out there are musically inclined, uh, we could do with a new theme music, theme tune or whatever. Because uh, I want shit. It is actually copyright free. So yeah, competition. Uh, Hang on, no, we need a prize. We'll do an official competition. Well, we'll get we're, some... we're, I can find a prize, yeah. We'll get from the screen and I'll figure something out. I'll give you the prize. We'll just give I'm people all the download codes, Dave, for all the signing columns for life. <laughs> yeah, sh- <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll, That we'll... will not be the prize. No. We'll get a prize. It'll probably be a DVD or Blu-ray of, of some kind. Uh, but... Maybe even a CD. I mean, Why don't you give them your snot-covered shirt, Dave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, we'll post the proper thing on the site uh, uh, when I get round to it, but yeah, other, uh, but you guys listen to the podcast. You're there first. Get um, get composing. Cool. Don't steal the Jurassic Park music. Badass as it is. <laughs> what about yeah. with a techno drum beat over the top though? Oh wait, hold on. I've gone faster. Yeah, no. let's stop quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that one listener's gone. Nerd beatbox. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's let's go. Okay, bye. Bye. This is the super duper awesome uh, trailer for the Force Viewing podcast. So, uh, Joria, what do you think should uh, be in this? Lots of girls. Well, I'm liking, you know, explosions and robots and sci-fi stuff. No! Boys have cooties, girls, and blood. Lots of blood. But but we should have in there stuff that has nothing to do... Oh, actually, you know what? Dan, what do you think? Well, I think... Actually, we're completely out of time. Forceviewing.com! Who the hell are you?